Welcome back to the show, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I am your host, The Six Man, and you are tuned in to Real Talk with The Six Man. Last week's recap was a, a discussion about what I want to bring to the table with my show. I discussed my vision. I discussed my mission statement. And I also discussed my target audience. I also talked about what I want to do in regards to the show and how I would like to impact others to be better than they were yesterday in regards to the show. I want to continue my mission to continue to bring you good content and continue to build on content that'll help you um, in any way possible. I'm hoping that it reaches you in a good place and allows you to become a better person. If I can have resources available, I'm going to start putting them on the show. Anything positive, I'm going to start posting on my um, on my Facebook page and also on my YouTube page. I briefly want to talk about um, a situation that happened. Um, I'm still not all the way familiar where it happened just yet, but I will look into it really quick. But I wanted to talk about um, this racist white man who murdered this black man at a cookout in a bathroom. It was an older gentleman. His name was, uh, I believe his name was uh, Mr. Tav. So I'm going to look into it a little bit real quick to make sure I got the details correct. But he was at a cookout. He went to use the bathroom, and he got murdered in the bathroom. So I definitely want to talk about that. And tonight, I want to talk about self-motivation. Self-motivation. How long do we have left to just sit around and not be motivated to do nothing? I want to talk about that tonight. So let me get a few things tuned up, and I'll be right back to start the show. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Appreciate you giving me a moment to uh, tighten a few things up. I did actually find a story um, that I wanted to talk briefly about tonight, and I actually found a quick video so that way y'all can hear um, the situation that happened. Fred did not deserve it. He still had a lot of life in him now. It was nothing but a, a racist hate crime. And this needs to stop. You go to the bathroom during midday and someone shoots you for no reason. Long Beach police say Taft was shot and killed in the park bathroom on Saturday afternoon. Deborah Posey was at the park with Taft and his family. She was leaving the bathroom as he was heading in. It would be their last conversation. And he turns into the men's restroom. When you turn that corner, it wasn't even 10 seconds. I heard the shots. Posey says the man was white and wearing a big hat that covered his face. He ran off before they could get a good look at him. According to the family, this park bench, a possible clue. It's been painted over since Saturday, but witnesses say three white men inscribed a racial slur against black people that morning. He didn't deserve this at all. Just, you know, cold-blooded murder. Cold-blooded murder. Cold-blooded murder. And people want to know why we, we, you know, we as black people, we, we are so upset in terms of how we're being treated and how we're being targeted from the police, the government. Um, I, I want to say the, 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 the judicial system and just and just racist, hateful people. And I mean, when you got all them people, uh, you know, attacking you and, and, and trying to do bodily harm to you, that does something to you mentally. And I give a lot of people, my people, credit for trying to continue to take it on the chin and, 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 and be humble and be respectful the best they can because it's not easy. I mean, losing a loved one to any type of violence has to put you in a different perspective because now it's almost like how much time do we have left? I mean, what do we do while we're here? What type, what type of legacy do we leave? So I definitely um, send my condolences out to Mr. Tav, um, Mr. Tav's family and friends. Um, he seemed like he was a cool person from 
what I've seen on the video and what I've heard. And um, it just it's just real sad that, you know, we got to continue to um, hear stories like this. I mean, I hate to continue talking about them, but it's happening, and I think we need to talk about it. So I think the more we talk about the things that we say that we tired of hearing, maybe we can come up with an idea to help it to not continue to happen anymore. Tonight, I want to basically talk about self-motivation and talk about, you know, what motivates you, what motivates you to continue to do whatever it is you do or, you know, what motivates you to do something outside of your regular nine to five. Or if it's just your regular nine to five, what motivates you? How do we get motivated? And I think that, you know, of course, motivation can come from anywhere. And I think for me, my motivation um, comes from my daughters. And that motivation spearheads me to try to be the best father I can. And then on top of me being the best father I can, it spearheads me to be the best son I can be, the best uncle I can be, um, the best cousin I can be. I mean, just the best man I can be overall. And we have to treat, and we have to just um, treat ourselves accordingly in terms of wanting to be better and, and be motivated. I mean, because we don't have that much time left. I mean, if somebody asked you, you know, how much time you had left, you wouldn't be able to tell them. Because you don't know. I mean, the way things are going now, I mean, I pray every morning. Not necessarily for myself, but I pray for others as well. And it's just like you just never know when 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 people are not going to be here no more. And it's almost to the point now, like if, if, if life is to that point, you know, when when do you get motivated to do something? So that way, if you do go or if you have to go, you know, what 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 does your name and your legacy say about you when you're gone? I talked about character a while back and how character will live on long after you're gone. And that's tied right into the motivation piece because it's almost like, you know, how do we get motivated? I mean, most of us don't live our lives with a sense of urgency using the gifts that we have. People give up too easy. I mean, we got a lot of gifts that we can be using. And 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 God gave us all gifts, but for some reason it just seems like we don't use the gifts that he's given us. Now, sometimes we have to tap into that gift. And sometimes it's a little bit uncomfortable. Sometimes it's a little bit uncomfortable to do something different. And you have to be uncomfortable in order to do something different. I mean, the, the, the saying is, for the definition of insanity, is doing the same thing repeatedly over and over again, looking for a different result. And that's not going to get you a different result. That's going to get you the same result over and over and over again. I mean, we got to develop an attitude to do more than what we get paid for. Let me say that again. We need to develop an attitude to do more than what we get paid for. And that will end up being a measuring stick for standards for other people around you. And my meaning behind that is if you got a job and you work, be motivated to do more than what the job is paying you. And not necessarily doing it for the job, but doing it for you. Setting yourself up for an opportunity that can be better than the opportunity that you already have. But by you already doing more than what you're being paid to do, you setting yourself up and preparing yourself for opportunity. I mean, it's it's better, it's better to be prepared for opportunity rather to have an opportunity and not be prepared for it. So I developed a mindset that when I go to work, 
I'm going to try to do everything I can do and more. Everything I can do and more. And that's a little bit of motivation for me every day. Just knowing that, okay, I can go to work today and try to outwork everybody if possible. And that's something that I look forward to every day. I also look forward to just being better than I was the previous day. That's also an added motivation for me. And again, my main motivation are my daughters, making sure that they're taken care of and making sure that I can possibly be doing everything possible to help them be better than they were. I mean, because I, I mean, we, we, we living in a time, y'all, where, you know, we, we don't have time to just, you know, do nothing. I mean, I see people all the time, you know, spending their money when they don't really have it, you know. And I say, you know, you know, taking a trip or going, you know, to Miami or, you know, whatever, and then come back and then they, you know, they broke. They can't pay their rent. They can't pay their cell phone bill. But they wouldn't have had a good time. And, I mean, that might be their motivation. Oh, I'm going to Miami, dog. That, that That's a good motivation. But how are you setting yourself up for an opportunity? You really not. Because now, let's say if you come back from Miami and you get a job and you get a job call, call back, and they say, hey, you know, we want you to come in. We want to interview you. We got your resume. Now, you done, been back, you done came back from Miami. Now, you ain't got no money to put in your car, you know, to get gas to go to this interview. That's not being prepared for opportunity. And we have to prepare ourselves for opportunities because we never know when they're going to happen. We never know when they're going to pop up. So, I mean, we got to have a certain amount of faith that we can we have we had to have a certain amount of faith so that way our talents can be put to use so it can allow us to be put in a better situation i mean because we all talented in some in, in one in one shape or form but we we all got a talent we is everybody has something that they can do with the least amount of effort that allow them to get paid, whether it's cutting hair, whether it's cutting grass, whether it's painting, whether it's drywall, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, Uber. I mean, we all can find something to do that we can get paid for. And I'm not saying necessarily, you know, getting paid for, but we all can do something that we can do that can add to whatever income we have coming in now. And I know a lot of times we be all over the place. We don't know where to start. We don't know how to, you know, get motivated. And I would say be single-minded and stand focused on one thing at a time, developing that skill. Your gifts can take you places that you couldn't imagine. And if you can concentrate on one thing at a time, get that skill down packed, you you you'll have life skills for the rest of your life that will help you you know get propelled to the next level i mean i know sometimes even myself i have you know maybe five or six ideas and i'm trying to write stuff down for each idea and trying to work each idea all at once and and it just don't work it just don't work you got to find that one thing that you're good at and try to get that skill or that craft down pat so that way you can go out and utilize that skill and see its fruition and know that you got that skill down pat. For me, I have a few talents, I think, and I have a few skills, I think, but I think I've gotten to the point where I've went back to the basics and all my life I've always heard, boy, you talk too much. Man, look, man, man, he talk, man, you talk too much. And sometimes it was used in a in a negative way, but recently it's been used in a positive way. 
Because people say, man, you always talking, man. And when you talk, people listen to you. And if you got something positive to say, man, people will listen to you. And so now I'm at the point where I've decided that this podcast and, 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 and my skill or rather my talent for talking, I want to I want to get this skill and get it down pat to the point where I'm great at it. And I mean, it's a little awkward at times, especially when I'm recording by myself versus having a guest, because you really have to stay on par for what you're talking about and not being all over the place. And so I'm trying to develop my skill and talking, being fluent and having valuable information and content to help push my mission and my vision for my podcast. And that encourages me and motivates me every day. I mean, I just I just worked 11 hours at my at my regular job. And now I'm pushing forward and allowing myself to continue with the podcast as I said I was. And I want to be consistent. I want to be consistent. And that goes into, you know, Developing yourself, talking to yourself, encouraging yourself, selling yourself to yourself on your own potential. I'm going to say that again. Developing yourself, talking to yourself, encouraging yourself, and also selling yourself to yourself on your own potential. So not only, you know, developing yourself, talking to yourself, encouraging yourself. Now you got to sell yourself to you. You got to tell yourself, man, look, I need to get this down pat and I need to know how to how to do this. And and, and, and I got an idea and I want to try it. I want to, you know, there's no better way to 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 sell something new. Rather than sell it to yourself and make yourself think that you can get it, you can get it done. There's nothing wrong with that. So developing yourself, you know, talking to yourself, encouraging yourself, because a lot of times, you know, I find myself in positions where I tend to encourage others a lot. I tend to encourage others. I tend to listen to others, you know, troubles. And sometimes people come to me. Hey Kevin, let me let me run something past you. What you think about this? And I try to give them the best feedback possible. And if I can relate to it, then I'll try to give life experiences as well. And I'm at the point now where we can no longer sit back and not be motivated to do something better than we did, you know, you know, a week, two weeks. You know, whatever. I mean, we can start little by little, concentrating on one thing at a time, writing it down, and giving yourself five reasons why you should have what you want. Five reasons why you should have what you want. And using that gift or that talent as the header for what you want. I mean, you can probably want more income. Um, you might be living in an apartment and you want a house. Or you might not have a car and you're catching a metro, but you want a car. By using that talent, what are the five things that you want to get out of that talent? What, what are the five things that you want to do? Get better. Uh, be able to get a car, get a little bit more money. But how, but how do you do that? And so by writing it down, you can see it and you can follow your format. And not to get religious, but I, I know there's a passage in the Bible that says if you if a man write it down, you know, writing it down is seeing it through. It's being able to see your vision. And I also heard a pastor say one time, um, Seeing it before you see it. You have to believe in yourself 
and see what's going to happen before it even happens. So that can motivate you to continue to do whatever it is that makes you a better person, that, that, that makes you better at what you do. You got to write it down so you can see it. Definitely got to write it down so you can see it. And be relentless. Be relentless about what you want to do. Refuse. Refuse no. You know, oh no, we oh no, we can't help you. Oh no, we don't do that. Oh no, I don't think that's a good idea. Refuse no. And just keep going. Cause you're gonna hear no all the time. You're gonna hear no all the time. I mean, if, if, you know, successful people will tell you that they failed on multiple occasions in order to be successful. So the fear of failure is okay. But failure in itself is okay as well because you have to fail in order to be successful. You have to fall and get back up and fall and get back up and fall and get back up in order to get it right, to be successful. So definitely be relentless and don't take no for an answer. Refuse no and keep going. Don't worry about that. And have some action about yourself. You know, don't 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 always talk about what you want to do. Just do it. And definitely be careful who you talk to about what you want to do. Most of the time with me, I tend to just talk to my immediate circle. And I've been fortunate to have a nice circle of family members, um, friends that I consider family members, and then friends. I got a nice circle. And, you know, sometimes my ideas aren't the best, but my circle does not automatically say it's not a good idea. They may... They may ask me, well, if you want to do this, how how you going to do this? And how you going to do that? And if you do that, then how you going to be able to do this and do this? And, and they just break it down. And then it make me think like, damn, okay, maybe I really can't do that. But does that really mean that I can't do it? Or does that mean I need to work harder to get it done? A lot of times, like I said before, we give up way too easy. We give up way too easy and want so much, but not willing to fight and not willing to put in the work. And not willing to be uncomfortable. And not willing to be relentless to get what we want. To get what we want. We have to be unreasonable. We have to be unreasonable. And see. And just see it before we see it. We have to believe that we can be better than we, than we were yesterday. And being able to definitively put down on paper what we want to do and allow that to be our motivation every day. And I'm just saying, writing it down. Um, I heard Steve Harvey uh, mention something about the dream board when he was talking about his goals. And I actually have adapted that where I, um, even with this show, I wrote down a format. I wrote down kind of like how I wanted the show to flow. And now it's becoming a little bit more easier for me to do it. At first it was way uncomfortable. I would have to record, you know, 13, 14 times. But now I'm down to, you know, recording maybe five or six times to the point where I may get down to one or two times. And then I'm just going all the way through live. And I want to get to that point where I can flow all the way through. I want to get to a point where I can have me a producer. I want to get to a point where I can have an engineer so I can focus on content and, 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 and nurturing my talent and having my flow really good and being able to connect to y'all as much as I can. As much as I can. And I'm realizing now that with all that being said, we have to find a cause that's bigger than us, bigger than ourselves. I mean, it's almost like whatever you do or whatever you good at, find a way where it can be an impact bigger than you, whether it's volunteering, whether it's going to, um, um, whether it's going to um, 
panel discussions, um, whether it's going to um, seminars to be better, you know, to to make an impact. I mean, you, you can have a voice that can impact others. You can have a skill that can help impact others. And and you got to find that. You got to find that that that. That bigger than yourself. Moment. To say, you know what? I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna try to do that. I'm gonna try to do that. I mean, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm I'm doing something that I think will impact others in a major way, and it's definitely bigger than myself because I'm not putting myself first. I'm trying to put everybody that that's listening to me. I'm trying to put them first and put them in a situation where they can win. Because I feel like at the end of the day, um, just like the Bible says, um, being blessed enough to be a blessing to somebody else is a blessing in itself. And that's all I want to do. That's all I want to do. I want to be a blessing to others to help them get to where they to help them get to where they want to be. And in order to do that, I have to build relationships. And I've done that over over the course of, you know, my years of, you know, going to school, working. I've built some I've, I've built some great relationships with people. You know, family, friends, like I just discussed, my circle, family, um, friends that I consider family and my friends. I've, I've built I've built a great relationship with a lot of people. And I and I and, and I think that continues to push me. To, to do more, to be even better, to be even better, and we and and we also have to be careful about some of the people that we hang around, because it's definitely true that you know we are the company that we keep. So we definitely want to build relationships, and and be around like-minded people that can help us and push us to be better. I I don't really think. Anybody in my circle um, would not push me if I needed it or would not um, give me corrective criticism if I needed it. And I don't think I would be mad about that because that's them trying to help me be better. And why would not why would not want somebody to allow me to be better? You know, to take corrective criticism. And in order to do that, that takes courage. You have to have a certain amount of courage so that way you can push yourself past your fears. Failures come, but you cannot lose your enthusiasm when you fail because success will come out of the failures. We got to have courage. I mean, it's okay to feel uncomfortable about doing something that we normally don't do and I mean that's that's gonna happen. We we people that that's that's gonna happen. That fear piece is not, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be there for a very long time. I mean that's just like that's just like a job. And me, I can speak on jobs all day. That could be another show. But um, getting a new job and just being you know having that little butterfly feeling in your stomach. You know, because you want to do good is your new job. You don't all the way know the process, but you go to work, you listen, you take notes. And, and guess what? After a while, that feeling goes away. Why? Because now you've conquered that that fear of, you know, not being able to do the job properly. You know, within your 90 day probationary period, your 90 days is up. Probation is over with benefits coming. Now they consider you a regular employee. Now the butterflies is gone. But guess what? Guess guess what? It's time to do now. It's time to de- de- it's time to develop that mindset to do more than what you paid for. I remember all the time when I was working, I would always complain about how much I do for my job and what I don't get back in return. And I understood, and I understand now that it was a reason why. I was working so hard. And one of the reasons why was because my mom worked really hard. She was a single mother, two kids, 
and she had to do whatever she had to do to survive. And then my father, on the other hand, you know, I don't want to call him a workaholic, but he worked hard. He worked really hard. And combine those two together, now I'm a workaholic. I love to work. I if anybody knows me, knows I love to work. And so with this podcast, I want to put as much work in and as much time in with this as I do at my regular job. And I know it's going to be a task. I know it's going to be difficult, but I feel like at the end of the day, I'm speaking it into the to the universe that I will build a team and make this podcast successful. I've listened to a few podcasts in the last two or three months. And just in my personal opinion, I don't understand how they still can have a podcast, but they got they got people that's following them. And I spoke to a friend and she was basically like she did it for a little while, had a podcast and she had over 6000 viewers. I was I was like, wow, really? I mean, this is somebody that I consider a, a, consider a close friend. Been knowing her since elementary school. And she said that she had a segment and she had over 6,000 followers. And I mean, if that's not motivation for me to keep going, I don't know what else is. I mean, I look at her like me, you know. And if she can do it, why can't I do it? And that's how we got to look at life overall. You know, if somebody else that we know in our circle is doing it, what makes us think we can't do it? Don't allow that fear factor to close off your talents because your talents are still there. Don't die and leave this this earth without putting your talents out in the universe. You want to put your talents out in the universe. Explore your, the possibilities of your talents. You never know when you put yourself out there who you come across, who you may talk to, who may see you, who may say, you know what? I'm going to try to help him out. You you just don't know. And I can tell you for a fact, people don't necessarily like helping people that don't like to help themselves first. People that generally help other people are people who, 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 who sat back and watched and watched you and said, OK, he trying to get stuff done. Let me help him. But if they sit back and they watch you and you don't come to work on time and you always late. And, and 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 when you get to work, you do minimum work. They don't want to help you. They want they they want to they want to keep you right where you at because you you comfortable with where you are and you do enough work not to get fired and that's where you stay. And and that's not the mindset you want to. That's not the mindset that you want to carry. You want to carry a mindset that you can do more, not for the company but for yourself to allow yourself to be prepared for another opportunity. Because it's always going to be an opportunity that's coming. But we got to prepare ourselves for that opportunity. And again, like I said, you you don't want you you want to be prepared for opportunity and 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 have an opportunity come up and not be prepared. You don't want to be that. You want to be prepared for that opportunity. You want to be able to be ready so that way when that when that opportunity presents itself that you're ready for it. That you're ready for. And we 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 have to tone out the critics. We have to allow ourselves not to focus on people who say, you know, what we can't do. And focus on the task at hand. Allow our gifts to get fine-tuned. Always worrying about what somebody else say, you know, you and that's why I go back to say, you know, talking to people. You know, knowing who you're talking to. Oh, man, oh, that's your idea? Oh, man, that sounds stupid. That ain't going to work. And guess what? That person is the same person nine times out of ten that's going to go right behind your back and try that idea. So that's why it's not always good to tell everybody your ideas. But if you if you have a few people like me and, and have a good circle and you go and give them your idea, if you get positive feedback from them, that should motivate you to do better. And, I mean, these are people that you respect. These are people that you look up to. These are people that you you respect their opinions. And if these are the people that's telling you, oh, man, you know what, man? I think that's a good idea, man. You already got the personality. and the, I mean, it, it helped me. I mean, I got a few inboxes and a few text messages that I saved, that I look at, 
every other day to motivate me to keep going because these are people that I that I I I I, I value and respect their opinion and and that's motivation for me to keep going. I mean some days you know, when I look at my followers or when I look at to see how many people uh, um, um, listen to the podcast, it's, it's like 30. You know, one is one is like 30. One is like 43. One is like 10. One is like four. And I'm like, you know, I can't keep watching that. All I can do is keep doing it. Keep doing it. And stop worrying about the critics. Stop worrying about the naysayers. Stop worrying about the people who haven't listened yet. Because guess what? Four months from now, you know, these podcasts not going nowhere unless I delete them. And if somebody decided to listen to them and I, and I gain followers that way, then so be it. But I can't worry about the inevitable. I can't worry about, you know, what, you know what's not going to happen. I can't worry about that. I got to just keep focusing on my skill, my talent, and fine-tuning it the best way I can. That's all I can do. I can't worry about nothing else. And 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 that leads me right to man, you know, we got to take it serious. We we can't keep playing and keep saying we're going to do something and then don't do it or halfway do it for a month and a half and then it's done. You know what I mean? I mean because you know when 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 you when you casual, when you are casual about life, you become a casualty in life. Take your life serious. We all are here for a reason. We all are here for a reason. God gave us all a purpose on this planet to do something. And we need to try to figure out what that something is. It's many ways to go about it. Many ways to go about it. And the only way I can suggest to go about is the vision board. What do you do good? What do you do don't so good? Not so good. I'm sorry. Not so good. And write down what you do good. And out of those, you know, ideas, which one do you do the best? I mean, which one do you do the best with the least effort? That's the one that you focus on. That's the one that you start with. Fine tune it. Get it right. And work on it and stay motivated. And that should be your motivation. That that could be your motivation right there. I mean, we have to take our lives serious because we have no idea when, 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 when our time is up. I mean, I got friends that I went to high school with and they gone already. Not even 40 years old. And so when I see people on Facebook and they, you know, celebrating a birthday, I try to, you know, happy birthday because we just we just don't know. And that's why we got to take our lives serious. And if we take our lives casually, then we end up being a casualty. Because we're not taking our lives serious and we just, you know, moving and shaking, just going with the flow. And I, I've never been the go with the flow type dude. I always wanted to do something that I knew for myself that was going to make me feel a certain type of way. And that's what I'm doing now. That's what I'm doing now. I, I want to be able to have the opportunity to fail so I can end up being successful and allowing myself to be a resource for somebody else so they can be, so they can fail, so they can succeed. And then they can teach somebody else how to fail and succeed. Because you got to fail before you be, be before you succeed. You gotta, you know, lemonade, lemonade is is the finished product. But what's the what's the beginning product? Lemons. And lemons are bitter. But you gotta add sugar to it. You gotta add some 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 substance to it. And and you gotta work it. You know, you gotta work it. You gotta stir it up, add sugar, taste it, stir it up, add sugar, taste it, until you get it right. So, you know, we, 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 we got to be willing to put that work in and we got to be willing to fail. When you made your first, you know, batch of Kool-Aid, it didn't come out perfect. You had to work. You had to work at it. You know, you know, half a bag, full bag. <laughs> I mean, but you know what I'm saying, though. You know, you got to work at it. You got to work at it. You can't. It's not going to happen overnight. You got to work at it. And we can't never 
allow ourselves to feel like we're ever too old to learn and never too young to teach. We always can be taught something new by somebody who's younger than us and vice versa. Feel me? Like, don't ever get too complacent where you think that somebody younger than you can't teach you something new. And don't ever get to the point where you feel like you too old to be taught something new. Because that's 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 not that's not rational thinking. I mean, now that Governor Hogan has allowed Maryland residents to go to um, community colleges for free. That should be motivation for a lot of people. A lot of people who didn't finish college. Who 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 looking for, you know, um, a, a trade class or, you know, whatever the case may be. To be able to be a Maryland resident and go to college and get a piece of paper to help you become better than you were yesterday. That's the whole purpose for this show. The whole purpose for this podcast. It's to never feel like you too old to learn and never feel like you too young to be taught. Because guess what? Young people teach me every day that, you know, I'm glad that I'm not in that lifestyle no more. They teach me every day that I'm glad that I made certain decisions not to be a certain type of way. And being able to, you know, take my talents and figure out what I'm good at and trying to make them better to allow me to be better, to allow somebody else to be better. I mean, if you sit around and do nothing, then you get nothing. But impact drives income. Impact drives income. You have to be doing something in order to to, to get some income. You can't just be sitting around and doing nothing and get income. I mean, that's even with the street life. You think you're going to go outside and just because you got good product that it's going to sell? Nah. You got to go out there and, and, and be an impact. Have, however you need to do it. And so even with this message, you ha- you know, you have to be willing to be impactful on yourself to get that income coming in. And I mean impactful to the point where even if you got to, you know, lean on a friend or, you know, um, get help, go to the library, research, whatever you need to do, impact yourself. Impact yourself so you can be better. And always speak from the heart. I think that I think that's my motivation for this show. Always being able to speak from the heart, always making it heartfelt, always making it relatable, always allowing somebody to listen to me and be like, damn, yeah, I know where you coming from. Because everybody that know me know where I came from. I grew up on 6th Street Southeast, Ward 8 D.C. And in the early, you know, late, late 80s, early 90s, it was not a game. And I and I maneuvered and 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 got through some stuff and got hooked up with people, did some stuff, you know, um, definitely did some stuff that I didn't that I ain't gonna say that I regret, but you know, definitely some stuff that I wish, you know, I you know I could I could have done some things differently. But at the end of the day, my past has prepared me for my future, and it's still preparing me for my future. I wouldn't ever tell anybody that I regret growing up in Southeast. It's a lot of good, hardworking, smart, talented people that came out of Southeast that and, and still come out of Southeast. I mean, it's 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 the same type of people that come out of all four sections of the city. And we need to be proud of that. And guess what? We don't we and we don't need to be too proudful not to go to them and talk to them. Find out what they did. Find out how they got out. Find out how they got their degree. Find out how they started their business. Find out where they came from. Because it, we can relate to it. I mean, the guests that I got lined up that's coming up on my show, they all can, you know, they're all relatable. Content is relatable. The information that we're going to be talking about is relatable. 
and we all can relate to it. And it all has heart because it all stems from life experience and what's and what's going on around us, current events. So I try to always speak from the heart so people can know where you're coming from. And again, you know, it's always better to be prepared for an opportunity rather than having an opportunity and not being prepared for it. And I think with that statement alone should motivate you to want to do better because you don't want to get an opportunity and not be prepared for that opportunity. Got to be prepared for that opportunity. Let's be better. Let's motivate. Let's motivate. Let's be better. Let's motivate. And let's develop an attitude and develop some skills that's going to allow us to be better than we were yesterday. I know we got bad things going on around us. I mean, it's bad things going on all around the world. But don't let that stop you from doing what's going to make you better. Don't allow that to stop you from being a better person. Don't allow that to stop you from helping somebody else, to, to, to be a blessing to somebody else. Don't allow that to stop you. Don't allow anything to stop you from being better. Because it's a, it's a hell of a feeling to be able to know that you fought and you fought and you fought and you got through and you fought and you fought and you got through. I mean, speaking from experience, you know, my divorce, that's another show. My divorce was hell. And I didn't know how I was going to get through it. But every day, I I thought positive. I tried to, you know, bite my tongue. And eventually, I got through it. And I'm a much better person now than I was even then in my marriage. Back then, I'm a much better person now from a from a thinking perspective, from a um, respect, you know, from a um, mindset that, you know, I'm just, I'm just tuned into more of what are my good qualities. I'm tuned into them now of who I am and what makes me a better person. And I allow that to push me and motivate me to continue to be a better person. And that's all I want y'all to do. I want you to find that one thing that's going to help push you for you to be a better person and find that thing that you can, you know, find that gift, that talent, that skill, whatever it may be to help generate, you know, some more income for you. If if, if that's the case or find that find that thing that's going to help you be impactful to other people because you just never know what may happen. And that's why I say, you know, being prepared is better than having an opportunity and not being prepared. I hope that I hope that this motivated you. I hope that if you got any questions, if you want to talk to me, you can hit me up on on Facebook at Real Talk with the Six Man. You can hit me on Instagram. You can hit me on Twitter. You can email me at realtalk, the number six, M-A-N, at gmail.com. Um, you can hit me up on my phone. I have a um, number designated on my Facebook page. I mean, I'm I'm accessible. If you got any questions... Anything you want to run by me, let me know. Because I want to be impactful to my listeners. I appreciate y'all listening to me tonight. I appreciate y'all tuning in. And I appreciate all of the positive feedback that I'm getting from everybody that I may talk to. I know sometimes I don't express it as much, but I will now. I will express my gratitude for all the support that I've been getting thus far on this new journey. Again, I appreciate y'all listening, 
And I hope that you can get something from from this and, and, and allow yourself to be motivated and allow yourself to be better than you were yesterday. I appreciate y'all and I'm out. Peace.